Hi, this is Jim Quick, and I have a quick update for you. I'm proud to announce my very first book, Limitless, Upgrade Your Brain, Learn Anything Faster, and Unlock Your Exceptional Life. This book is not only based on the latest neuroscience, it is field tested for over 28 years of working with some of the most amazing minds on our planet. Just go to LimitlessBook.com and enjoy this book. Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. Welcome back, Quick Brain. Your question for today is this. This is a juicy one. How do you make things more effortless? How do, how do you make things effortless? And I'm excited about a very special guest we have here on the show today, New York Times bestselling author, Greg McEwen. He's the author of a book that I've probably bought more than most books because I gifted <laughs> out. It's called Essentialism, The Discipline, The Pursuit of Less. And many of our clients, you've received this from me. And we're going to talk about his new book, which is called Effortless. And I love this title, Greg. Make it easier to Thank do you. what matters most. Welcome to the show, Greg. Uh, Jim, it's really an honor to be with you. Thank you. Let's talk about as a foundation, your your first your first book, Essentialism. So, for those people who haven't, the few people who haven't yet read it, mm. um, what how would you describe essentialism, and how does it relate to to being you know effortless? Yeah. So, if you had to summarize essentialism in one word, it's prioritization. Yeah. And if you had to summarize effortless in one word, it's simplification. And I think that these are, you could read them separately and still gain something, but together it's like multiplication. It, it's better together. Uh, it's a little bit, although it's presumptuous to say it this way, a little like Paul McCartney and John Lennon. Like they, they, they're great on their own, mm -hmm. but together they really made something magical happen. And I think that's what happens in people's lives when they get really clear about what matters, what the priority is in their life. But then even then people can still do it the hard way and get exhausted and maybe even give up on the things that matter most. And so this idea of doing what matters effortlessly is where you, suddenly you say, well, what, what if I could accomplish things that seemed impossible to me, uh, but they were really important, but suddenly I, I see a whole different way, an easier path, a better way to go about it. And that's why I'm so excited to be able to have written and then brought Effortless forth. You know, I, I imagine some of the people who are listening to this that are familiar with your work, they, they, they experience this because especially now things, people are working hard and harder and harder, but they're not necessarily, some people might identify with not getting the same results as they used to. Like maybe mm -hmm. they're working harder and actually getting less results, or maybe they're doing like in your book, they're doing the right things for the right mm -hmm. reasons. But as you talk about, maybe they're doing going about it the wrong way. Yeah, look, the situation is that life is hard in all sorts of ways, a hundred ways. And, and the complication is that I've found that many people, including me, um, make them even harder than they need to be. And the implication of that is that we start to, 
like burnout and still not get the results that really matter to us. So my position in this new book is that we can make a different choice that by taking on a new mindset, by asking different questions, by taking on different practices, that we can find an easier path to do what matters. Mm -hmm. And if we do that, then we can get the results we really want and without burning out. That's like the value proposition. That's why I wrote the book. Not because I think life is easy, but because I know it's hard. Yeah. And, and like George Eliot put it, you know, what do we live for if not to make life uh, less difficult for each other? So can we give people um, an example or an anecdote of where people went from that effortless state to effortless um, action to get these effortless, you know, amazing results and rewards? One of the stories that comes to mind as I think about this is um, she's a manager at a university. She's responsible for many groups, including a videography department. Mm. And I, I was talking to her and sort of doing a little coaching with her. And she, she's the kind of person who's like up at 4 a.m. in the morning photoshopping for her, for the women's, the young women's group at church the next day like she's not this is just volunteer work but she's still i gotta just do it perfectly she she's the type of person she said it to me in fact if i'm not exhausted i'm not doing enough hmm. um, she she felt guilty if she ate lunch i'll take a wow. break for lunch just if she ate lunch she felt guilty and this is like her approach she's trying to i mean she's trying to overachieve but she's doing it in this like overexerting way, this perfectionist way. And I just said, look, there's one thing that I would recommend that you start with. Like, don't, don't try and overwhelm yourself with changing. Don't try an, an effortful approach to living a more effortless way. Let's try one thing. And I said, let's just start with a new question. Invert the question. Instead of how can I, how can I over deliver? How can I overachieve? How can I prove myself, my worthiness, and so on. Like just this, how can I make this effortless? Just the question. And the next request she got was from a professor who said, well, I'd like you to, uh, to help get your videography team to video my class for the semester. And she just went into like instant, jumping into like all the things she could do. She's imagining and, and about to explain to him all the things they can do. Well, we'll get a team there. We'll have multiple angles. Mm. We'll do all the editing for you. We'll add music, graphics, intros, outros. And she's like, we're just going to nail this for him. He's going to love us. And, and then she pauses. Okay, I'm supposed to, you know, ask, how could this be effortless? So she does. And it turns out that this was just for one student who was going to miss a few of the classes because of an athletic commitment. And the solution they came up with together was that another student would just record it on an iPhone and send it to the student when he wasn't in class. But the professor is delighted with this solution. He, he's not going, why, well, why aren't you doing all these other bells and whistles? He's like, yeah, of course. I hadn't thought of that. That would solve my problem. And she hangs up 10 minutes and she's like, what just happened? You're like, how did I save four months of time of my effort and a whole team's effort all for 10 minutes based on a single question? And what I've come to learn is I don't mean that everything in life can suddenly be easy. I, I, I'm not, I mean, that just, that'd be naive to suggest that. 
Some things are sort of pretty in inherently hard. However, there's so many ways we make things more complicated than they need to be. And the reason is because we're asking questions, but in an, you know, in an unaware sense. It's like the questions are in the back of our head and we're just living out the answers. Hmm. And if you just ask a new question, suddenly you are aware of answers you didn't know about before. They were always there, but you weren't asking that question. So I find the, the power of asking this question difficult to overstate. Uh, I am, I, there's still many things in my life that are more complicated than I wish they were. Okay. And I am, my wife is, is constantly saying this to me now, but pretty much on a daily basis. If I say, well, this is, I'm working on this project. I'm trying to achieve this goal. I'm not sure how she'll say, well, how do you make it effortless? And there's <laughs> one time she asks it. I don't go, that's right. That's what I should ask. And somehow an answer will come yeah. sometimes instantly. Sometimes it just a few minutes later, an answer will come. There's so many times you can apply that single question, that, 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 approach through your research mm. and uh, effortless did um did you happen to come across uh, some uh, new insight or wisdom that you weren't expecting was there some kind of uh, serendipity or something emerge out of this that uh, took you by a uh, surprise mm. in, any, in any way yeah i i love that and one of the answers to that question is I mean, I learned so much when you're writing. I mean, you know this, that you, you, if you want to really learn something, you write a book and, and in the process, you, you know what you don't know and you develop. The, the whole third section of the book, this whole idea of effortless results was such a, I mean, it was a slightly painful learning. Uh, and, and this is why. So, so the, the, the effortless results is distinguishing two different things. Effortless... Uh, you have linear results where you put in effort once and you get the result once, right? Uh, if you and I were just having a conversation right now, we would be putting in the effort in, you and I would be talking, we would have the benefit of that moment. But because you started a podcast, that same one-time effort is multiplied and you have results many, many times because of it. All the people, each person listening, that's a multiplication of, of, you know, of the results. Yeah. They can re-listen to it anytime they want. People are going to discover it six months from now, a year from now. I mean, you've turned something that could have been a linear result into a residual result. And the difference basically between those two, it's not like a new thought. It wasn't a brand new thought for me. But as I went into studying like the different strategies you can use to doing this, the, the sort of painful discovery was, wow, the ratio isn't right in my life. I am spending too much of my energy on one-time rewards, one-time results. They're essential things to me. They matter to me. The outcome isn't even bad. I mean, it's often that I feel good about the outcome, but it's like one time and it's done. Uh, for example, keynotes, right? Like that's part of, I mean, you know, I've talked about this already. That's something I've spent time doing. I love doing it, but you do it once and it's done. That's it. Versus, if you build, which I know you've done, but you build an academy, you digitize it all. Yes, there's a little more effort up front, but look at the effect of it. Uh, we built a, you know, I, I, this is literally why I started building the academy. We're just in phase one with it, but uh, the Essentialism Academy was because I, because of this discovery and effortless. I'm like, what are you thinking not doing this? 
you build it once it exists could exist forever it could exist many years in the future record it once build a class you like do effectively do a keynote workshops everything but you build it once you do it the way you want it and then it just lives on and anyone and people do i mean it's it's it is amazing i mean i know you've you, you've got people from literally the world over uh, but even in this the few months since we launched it there's people from I don't know, maybe it's 40 or 50 countries or something that have signed up already. And I'm just like, every day, people are signing up all over the world. And I, I'm like, I'm not doing anything. It's just, you built it, you designed it, you automated it, and so on. So I found that whole section of the book, probably the one the section people will least get to, you know, because you read the first half of the book, <laughs> and then they won't even get to this. But for me, that was the section that brought about the biggest yeah. like change internally. Like I am going to do this differently uh, going forward. Like this is where I want to put 80% of the effort I do put into is in residual results. And if it's not residual, why are we doing it? Yeah, this is so tremendous. I encourage everybody actually to watch. This episode was actually longer. If you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify, the we actually put the full unedited uh, version, the ex, uh, extended version on YouTube, so you could uh, subscribe there. Uh, that's our YouTube channel, so you could get those gems that uh, Greg was sharing during this conversation, also as well. Highly recommend the book. Uh, obviously, it's called Effortless, uh, which is amazing. Where can people go, Greg, to uh, get their copy? Or if, I mean, you can get the copy anywhere, but if you go to essentialism.com right now, then, and, and you, you know, if you order the book right now, then you'll also get access to a 21 day essentialism slash effortless challenge where you'll have these small micro adjustments you can make every day for 21 days, little, little masterclasses uh, that will help you to make it easier to do what matters. And, and that may be useful to to some of your listeners and viewers. Yeah, including in those micro, small, simple steps, I would encourage everyone to take a screenshot of whatever you're listening to, whatever platform, and and share. Well, first of all, tag Greg, tag myself, so we see it. Um, what what can we ask them to share? I, I believe that when people share something, they get to learn it even deeper. You know, when they teach it, uh, well, they get to learn it twice. I I love the idea of just like, what is one thing that's essential for you that you wish was more effortless? Mm, I like that a lot. So post that, tag us so we get to see it. I'll repost some of my favorites and I'll actually gift a copy of Everless uh, to one person as a thank you in our community. Because I believe that uh, learning is not a spectator sport. And it's, you know, even as my shirt, if you're watching this on video, it says knowledge times action equals power. So take that small micro, that small, simple step and develop some momentum in, in your life. And maybe that small, simple step is just taking a screenshot, tagging us both, sharing that one thing that's essential to you that you like to have to become more effortless. And uh, Greg, thank you so much for being on our show. And uh, thank you for the amazing work that you do. Jim, it's really been a pleasure. Thank you. Want to double your brain speed and memory power? If you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster, I'd like to give you my brand new Quick Brain Accelerator program. You will discover exactly what I teach my clients to learn, read, and remember anything in half the time. There is no charge. It's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's kwikbrain.com. 
Growing up struggling with learning challenges from a childhood brain injury, it's been my life's mission to help you have your very best brain so you can win more every single day. Now, want more quick brain? Here are four ways to fast track your results and lock in what you just learned into your long-term memory. Remember fast, F-A-S-T. The F stands for Facebook. You're not alone on this journey. I invite you to join our free private online group. There you can connect with me, your fellow brain lovers, links to resources, and even submit your questions for me to answer in future episodes. Go to quickbrain.com. That's K-W-I-K brain.com. The A stands for apply. Act on what you learned today. Remember, knowledge is not power. It's potential power. It only becomes power when you use it. So use what you just learned. The S stands for subscribe. Don't miss the next episode and other free brain training. And finally, the T stands for teach. You want to learn faster now? The key is to lock it in right away by teaching it to someone else. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Here's a simple way to do that. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review with your biggest takeaway from this episode. You could also post and share this podcast on your social media. It helps us spread our mission of building better, brighter brains. And of course, tag us so our team can properly thank you. Hashtag QuickBrain, K-W-I-K Brain. Mine is at Jim Quick, K-W-I-K, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So what does FAST stand for? Facebook, apply, subscribe, teach. I'll see you in our next episode of Quick Brain. Until then, remember, you are faster and smarter than you think. I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you want to go deeper with many of these authors that we have on our podcast, these experts, I want to invite you to join our Quick Success program. This is our monthly lives that I do, where I teach something brand new that we haven't taught before, answer your burning questions. And also we have something that people have been requesting for many years, a quick book club. This is your limitless book club where every single month we read a book together, uh, like a book provided by this author. And then we get the author to come online and join us for a one hour uh, share, going deeper in these strategies, how to put them into practice. Uh, I share my five tips for how to memorize things out of these books. Many people want to read a book a month or build up to that. And this would be the program. So if you want to join, just go to quicksuccess.com and get your spot and join us live and get to meet these authors very uh, up close and personal. And uh, back to the episode.